Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Listen Up Just podcast. I'm so excited that you have pressed play on this episode. Hey y'all, I'm back, okay? And I'm excited that we are about to, you know, wrap up, you know, 2021, okay, y'all? Like, we're in the fourth quarter, y'all, and listen... 2021, I'm not going to say it's been a bad year. It really hasn't been a bad year, but it has been a tough year per usual, okay? Like, we kind of expected, you know, you know, based off 2020, we kind of knew the vibes. Like, we're still in a pandemic. We're in a panoramic, so yeah, like, it's still going to be tough. Um, But Summer was cool. Like, I had a great summer, and now it's getting into fall, and I love fall. Fall is (laughs) seasons change, y'all. Season change. And I love that. I love, I love seasons changing. I love the, the, like, the fall leaves changing colors, and now, um, you know, things are starting to, like, harvest differently in in the fall. Um, So it's just a, it's a good balance. Like, it's the minute, it's, like, between, you know, your summer and your winter. So I like and love fall, and I believe that it is a time for us to really embrace seasons, right? Um, So, you know, we have been in the Healing in Progress series, and this is the last episode. Um, And about healing in progress. I'm going to always talk about healing because come on, guys, we're always healing. I feel like my podcast is a very motivational, self-healing, you know, Christian podcast to encourage you guys. So um, I'm excited. I I really have been blessed. And God has a freaking sense of humor, y'all, because listen, God was like, oh, sis, you, you've been talking about this Healing in Progress series and you've been talking to amazing women who have been brave enough to share their story and to help encourage and enlighten just the listeners what it means to do the work, right? Like we are now responsible for our healing. We may not necessarily be responsible for the trauma and the pain that we've gone through. A lot of that was out of our control, out of our control, But guess what? Now that we've become self-aware, now that we've been able to discover and release and things, now it's time for us to do the work. And God was like, "Um, baby girl, you about to put this joint in practice, okay? (laughs) Like God was not playing with me when he was like, everything that you've talked about and that you've encouraged other people and you've sat down and heard stories of other people other people going through difficult trauma in different seasons, you're, I'm going to place you in a season where you really have to practice what you preach. And that's exactly what he's doing with me. Um, And so in this episode, we are going to talk about progression over perfection. Listen, child, I am a big (laughs) advocate of just us trying to really practice progression over perfection because I myself am horrible with it. I'm telling you, I am the worst. I am a perfectionist. Like I really strive for perfectionism and it is bad and it is something that I'm unlearning. Again, I don't want to claim that, put that label on myself. I want, I'm recovering, but this is a, I mean, listen, me and my therapist, we go 
tit for tat on this perfectionism because it can truly it's truly a it could be a mental illness if you do not if you allow it to go unchecked because you are really trying to control your life and put all this pressure to perform and be perfect which can cause you to be very miserable and cause yourself a lot of mental stress and heartache and pain because you have not allowed yourself to cultivate any self-compassion, rather just now, oh, I need to be better. I got to be competitive. I got to be better, 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 better. And I, I have to always do it right the first time. That's just the goal. Like I wouldn't, I want to do it right the first time, right? And it has just been something that um, I've been wanting to talk about and I'm glad that I can talk about it in this episode where we can really dive in the importance of celebrating the progress in your healing. One of the things that I've recently had to do was take time to do like some self inventory of some of the decisions that I made, some of the things that I've gone through recently, especially in this season where I'm like, okay, God, where do I see progress? Because right now, all I see is, excuse my French, a shit show of my life. <laughs> and I'm like, it did not turn out. This did not happen. Like, this is not what we planned. This is not, listen, what is this? It's, it's giving ghetto over here. And one thing that I was reminded, like my therapist was reminding me, um, you know, it's you need to look at the progress, right? You may have not made every decision. The you have may have not made every uh, good like good decision, the best decisions. Um, but there has been some progress, or there was something that you could pull and say, "I did better this time." And I know God allowed me to go through this because I'm able to learn and grow from this, right? And Instead of beating yourself up about, oh, my gosh, like I've fallen short. I've, you know, some people struggle and they backslide or they've gone back into a cycle that they like swore that they would never, you know, go back to and things like that. You're hard on yourself and you want to punish yourself. You're like, damn it. Like, why am I going through this again? Like, why am I having to struggle, you know, with this same scenario or even with a different scenario or I'm not passing this specific test that God keeps giving me or exam that I've been studying so hard for and I'm not able to pass it. Like, why? You know, and we're in the why and we're struggling with that. And and God is like allowing a journey to be birthed. And I think a lot of us really believe that this healing shit that we're going through, like, in the healing seasons, like we want to finish line and we want to be, want it to be done and over and never again. Like I never want to find myself back in this scenario or back in this situation ever again. Um, and what God reminded me specifically to what I have been going through lately, was that, you know, Jessica, you still need to realize that you're in a sinful and fallen world and that, I'm giving you free will, A, to make these decisions. <laughs> so if you find yourself keep making and falling into the same situations or things like that, like it's your free will. There's something in you 
deep down in you that you're still trying to get a need met and you're still struggling with and you still need healing. If you keep falling back into the same toxic cycle or into the same, you know, um, broken situation and the same heartache and pain, there is something deep down in you that is still trying to get that need met that can only be met through God truly and only surrendered through God. And so here we are again. Right. And and then this in this specific season in my life, this was something where I was just at first I was angry with God. I was like, God, why am I having to go through this right now? Like, why do you have me with so much heartache and pain? And now I'm grieving like I don't want to deal with that right now. Like I got I've gone through too much. So why did I end up back here? And instead of questioning God, I changed my perspective and it was just like, God, but I've learned a lot in this tough season of my life. I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I have been able to um, practice self-compassion. And that's what I mean when it comes to like perfectionism. Like it's easy for a perfectionist to constantly self-condemn themselves because they have been taught that love is performance-based and recognition, you know, is all performance-based and your worth is performance-based. So you feel like what I'm not performing, what I'm not, you know, doing for others or showing up as my best, I truly don't deserve love. And that is a heavy thing because a lot of this can be connected back to your childhood. If you had a parent who, you know, maybe wasn't emotionally available with you, uh, but was like really big on, hey, like you have to get the best grades or your behavior has to be the best and it's a reflection of me. And whenever you make a mistake or if you don't, you know, you know, uh, win the game. Right. And you're not the star athlete or, you know, it's just very performance based. Your parents could would only recognize you and reward you when you did good. And then when you were mediocre or maybe you didn't win, you know, you didn't get that same recognition or you didn't feel the same love. Right. Um, And so, again, a lot of that connects back. Could, could, could connect back to childhood or some specific trauma in your life when you were a child that has caused you to be more of a perfectionist. Listen, if you can relate to this, just let me know because I just know I'm not the only one who has gone through this, really. But um, when it comes to, you know, perfectionism in your healing, there is a lot of pressure um, because... When we start to look as healing as a journey versus just this deadline, this finish line, like I think we can see, we can have the lens of, okay, this is going to take time and it's going to be hills and valleys. Like healing is going to be up and down roller coaster sometimes. There are going to be times where you get triggered. There are going to be times where you fall back into um, just the same, um, those, those same red flags that you thought, oh, maybe I never would struggle with that again. Or, 
because it's familiar, maybe the the dysfunction and the toxicity or the the pain <laughs> or the fact that you want to care so much for someone more than you care for yourself. All of that is like comfortable, you know, and it became your normal. So you're kind of used to dysfunction where now, regardless if you're in a relationship, regardless if you're in school, at work or whatever, you want to, you want to be your best. You never want to go back. But then when you fall back, you're like beating yourself up like, heavy like you're just like oh my gosh like I can't believe I you know ended back in the same situation and so um I've recently like God has specifically placed me in a season where I must practice self-compassion to truly see healing in my life and allow myself to really thrive when it comes to healing and not just struggle and survive, you know? Like I would have to practice and cultivate self-compassion and genuinely mean that, right? Like, um, but it's hard because a lot of times we're struggling as a as perfection as a perfectionist or if you are have ever like had any perfectionism like tendencies and things like that like when you do mess up like that self-condemnation is real and then the shame comes because you're like oh my gosh I'm so ashamed that I felt this test or that I have another failed relationship or that you know I wasn't able to you know I'm still in debt or that I'm struggling. I'm ashamed that, you know, of the act or what I've done, you know? And um, one of the quotes that have really have been like speaking to me lately, of course, is from my girl, Brene Brown. She said, when perfectionism is driving, shame is always riding shotgun. When perfection is driving, shame is always riding shotgun. So shame is there telling you, you are a bad person because you made a bad decision. So you're ashamed. You're like, I made a bad decision, therefore I'm a bad person. And you're hidden, you're shameful of that. Where we have to really reverse the way that we speak to ourselves and the way our mind will tell us a story in our head where we can truly said, no, I made a bad decision, but that does not make me a bad person. So what I did is not necessarily who I am. It is something, it's a reflection of the inside of something that's in me that needs to be checked, needs to be healed, needs to be loved, right? Needs to, needs a wound that probably needs taken care of and tend to, but that doesn't necessarily state and declare who I am. And so in this season, in my healing journey, I literally have to speak over my life and say, what I did is not who I am. Who I am, I am a daughter of the king, but I made a bad decision because I have free will and I'm in a fallen world and I'm human. (laughs) And When I invite God in into the bad decisions of my life and ask God, like, can you help me with this inventory and check, like, how did I end up here again? 
how can you like walk me through? Can I encounter with you, God, on how I can truly check what's in my heart so that I don't have to necessarily go through this same exact scenario? Um, I think that's when true healing begins. And so my healing journey is, it is ugly. There is so much, it is, it gets ugly because like an ugly in the sense of, it's just not, it's not perfect. It's not pretty. It is some hard truths being revealed about who Jessica is, what Jessica is still hurting from, what Jessica is still grieving from, you know, and what Jessica still needs, you know, healing and love from, like, right? And so just reflecting of changing my perspective of, look, I am not a bad person. It's not that I'm trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to experience progression in the things that God allows me to go through because at the end of the day, everything has to go through him. He gives us free will, but he also allows, you know, he is the, I believe, you know, the enemy has to get permission from God to even mess with us, right? So it's just like, if he allows certain situations to happen in our lives, um, it's, it's not that he doesn't care. It's that he is trying to really, you know, prune us and to strip us and to see, you know, grow us and involve us in what we can become through the hard seasons that we go through, right? So one of the things I've been trying to tell myself is let go of trying to fix, let go of trying to fix yourself. Like you are not broken. Like these are things I have to tell myself, like Jessica, let go of trying to fix yourself. You are not broken. You're just healing and trying to evolve in hard ass seasons. Okay. (laughs) Because listen, (laughs) that's what they are. Just some hard ass seasons. I'll just be honest. Like God knows. So when I am going through these, when I'm going, going through life, life y'all, because life is not meant, we're going to have some great seasons. Like we're not going to be struggling the rest of our lives. But I do believe God was like, child, you about to learn everything you need to learn. Definitely in the twenties. Cause like I just turned 29. I had a birthday and he was just like, listen, I'm going to give you I'm a, you, you, you thought you was grown. You thought you knew what you was doing. I'm gonna let you go through it, but I know you can survive it. And I know that you're not only going to survive, you're going to thrive through this, but you're going to have to invite me in the healing. You're going to have to be patient with yourself. You're going to have to cultivate self-compassion and truly believe it. Like believe in that, believe in that grace, that God given grace that he can save you and his grace is enough. And that you need to be gracious with yourself as well. Like that is what I think God is allowing me to go through. And so as I'm acknowledging, like acknowledging, Hey, you know, here's are the things that I can control. Here are the things I can't control. Here's our things that are already, it is what it is, and I have to accept, right? And I think this is a part of the healing process. Um, 
one of the big things I'm going to be doing episodes on these two topics, radical acceptance and then like the power and bravery and boundaries when you're going through healing, because this is something that we really need to uh, embrace and really like thrive in when it comes to radically accepting what trauma or what has happened in our life and not place placing blame on anyone, but just accepting that this is what it is. And then now how do we, how do we move forward and heal from it? You know, and that takes a while. That takes a while, but going into, you know, going back to what it means to really like cultivate grace and see progress. Like it can be whatever small win. So like, a small win for me. Like I remember recently God has just like been placing memories and people in my life just reflecting on the old Jess, y'all. Now I talk about this a lot, but I had recently like was talking to an old friend and I, it was just a lot of memories of how I used to act and be and how I showed up in my friendships and in relationships, right? I was harsh. I was very harsh with my words. I did not know how to communicate healthy. I was a fear. I was fearful avoidant. So I don't like difficult conversations. I don't like to be vulnerable or have de- like heavy conversations that will cause me to like be in my feelings. Um, and so a lot of that would turn into just yelling and not really expressing, um, being hyper emotional and cutting, you know, deep with my words because I was hurt, but I didn't want to say I was hurt. So what is hurt? People do hurt people, hurt people. So I'm gonna hurt you with my words. And that was kind of just like, that was a lot of my toxic trait. Like, and let's be honest, like we all have some toxic traits. So I was really, would really like, I wasn't really a healthy person. I would say definitely in high school and in college, I was not healthy when it comes to communicating in relationships, right? Um, And so when I recently was just reflecting on that previous relationship and how I was and everything, and then just to see the growth, right, of who I am as a woman today and how I was able to show up in my uh, previous relationship, like a recent relationship that I was in. Like, I was like, dang, Jess, like you grew up a lot though. Like even in the midst of like, you know, hard times and in difficult conversations, like you really push through to have open conversations and to be vulnerable and to try to, um, sit in, you know, uncomfortable conversations so that you can be heard and so that you know how to practice communicating healthy uh, when you, when it was very uncomfortable because it's not natural for me to have those conversations. And now it's becoming natural. Now it's becoming a thing. Like if I, if you're one of my close friends, regardless if you're not a close friend or not, but if you're somebody in my circle, if you're somebody that share, I share space with and that I have um, created any level of intimacy w- within like uh, friendships, right? Um, and, and, or relationships, right? Emotional intimacy and things like that. Like I believe that, all right, 
I see you worthy enough and I see myself worthy enough to open up my heart and have a difficult conversation because my feelings are hurt or because I want clarity and understanding. And I'm not going to let anybody stop me or make me feel uncomfortable from wanting to get that peace of mind or wanting to um, express how I feel. But it's just the way, it's the tone, it's the way you do it. And I still have a lot of growth. Like one thing big is for me is like I'll have the, I can articulate pretty much good now but it's the tone it is the tone and it is the facial expressions child because listen your girl I roll my eyes so much I don't even know that I'd be rolling my eyes and a lot of my listeners that are my friends y'all can attest like kid can just stay I just stay rolling my eyes and don't even know and it's really bad My heart means well sometimes, but it's just like the facial. And then, say, but then I think about, it, I was like, you know, your heart really don't mean well because you just really be rolling your eyes because that's the core of how you feel. Like you just like really. So again, progression. I'm working on it. I'm not perfect, but I'm at least making the baby steps and trying to have uncomfortable conversations and trying to push myself out of my comfort zone so that I can continue to heal and be in those uncomfortable moments and invite God into those uncomfortable moments. And so I just want to encourage anybody that also, you know, could really be struggling with perfectionism because that joint will hold you captive and thinking that you are superhuman. And God is going to put a situation in your life, I'm telling you, where he's going to be like, boop, and and it pinches you and you be like, dang, I am human. I felt that pain. Like, I cannot escape this. I am, yeah, like, like I messed up big time. Like, okay, God, I see you. And now I need, I need you. I, I don't, I don't want to do this alone. I don't want to have to act like I got it all together. That's too much work. That's too much pressure. That's too much, you know, to put on somebody to just feel like they got to get it right all the time. Like, I need to utilize God. You, I need to utilize your grace and your mercy and compassion to help transform me. Truly, truly. And um, I think that's important. Like, it's crazy because like where I'm at in life, I realize that, all right, Jess, you have put way too much responsibility <laughs> on trying to perform for others and be there for others and not truly show up for Jess, right? And so now it's like, okay, I need to honor me. I need to honor who I am and honor the fact that, all right, you may disappoint some people, but you're still honoring who you are. And, you know, even if you do mess up, you're not a, it's, you're not a bad person, you know, you made a bad decision and and just allowing yourself to kind of go through the ways of life honestly um i it's crazy cuz maybe like it's probably been like now 4 years ago 4 years ago i went and got my first tattoo and it wasn't until like earlier today i was like we're just reflecting heavy on god and just my season that he has me in. And again, he's showing me that I am human and that I need his loving and transforming grace every day, every hour of my life, that as long as I have breath, I will need his grace and that his grace is enough, right? So my tattoo says, 
purchase over perfection. And the perfection has the T that's in perfection is in a shape of a of the cross, of a cross. And I remember getting this tattoo because I knew I struggled with perfectionism. And I was always wanting to remind myself that, you know, perfection was done on the was done away with on the cross. Like we couldn't we could not live up to the standard of following all of these rules and uh, man-made like rules and uh, uh, traditions and things like that. Like God sent his perfect son to die on the cross for our sins, um, our past, present and future sins. Right. And so it's not requiring me to be perfect, but it's requiring me to know that I have been purchased by God. I've been purchased by his blood and therefore his blood is enough. His grace is enough. And that I, when I am human and when I fall short, that I don't condemn myself and I don't hold my, myself to the standard of perfection, but that I hold myself to the standard that I've been purchased. Therefore, God is going to, um, God has enough grace to take care of me and to heal me and to, to transform me and to redeem me, Right. I don't have to stay in this like um, shameful cycle of, oh my gosh, I failed. I fall short. Like, you know, I not, I'm not pleasing God. And I didn't realize how much this tattoo now like that I have, you know, I see it every day. And it's just like a reminder that God's grace is enough. Like it is enough for me. It's enough for what I've gone through, what I have gone through, and what I will go through, right? Because I do believe this is not going to be the last, first and last tough season of my life. Like, I will have many more because we live in a world that is fallen and that has, you know, pain and heartache because it's, you know, this world. And we're only going to see a perfect day and a perfect light and a perfect life in heaven. And I'm not there yet. So, you know, just reminding myself of God wants us to progress. He doesn't want us to be perfect. And that he will allow experiences in our life that seem so like unfair so like god why he will allow experiences in our life because we have free will and we make decisions and we have there's consequences or because hurt people hurt people and and we unfortunately it's not that we deserve this but that it has happened he allows things to happen in our life um so that we can cling on and allow him in this season you know, in the, in the hardship, in the pain. And we take moments to reflect and praise him for the progress and the journey that we're on. And so I just had to take a moment in my recent, you know, journey and just be like, God, I praise you for just the progress that I've made. I haven't made, I didn't make every decision right. I've missed a lot of things. Like I realized that, you know, I'm not healed from a couple of things, 
But I praise God for changing my mind and freeing me from shame and condemnation, freeing me from um, feeling like I had to do everything perfect and everything right and allowing me to practice this self-compassion and to practice grace uh, for the broken uh, so that I can be able to thrive in this healing journey. And so I just, I truly just want to encourage anyone who is struggling with perfectionism and performance-based love and feeling that everything has to, you know, I, I really am being hard on myself because I have these hard goals and deadlines that I've been wanting to accomplish and I'm not meeting them or I'm not getting it right. And I keep having to start over, right? Um, reminding yourself that um, it's a sprint, not a marathon. Like, you know, like we really, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. Like, so we really don't have to figure it all out and we don't have to get it you know, meet the finish line right away. Like we need to pace ourselves and we need to allow ourselves to go through the process uh, as we unpack, as we unlearn, as we learn, um, as we process some of the things that we're going through and some of the places or goals that we're trying to achieve, that we allow ourselves grace on the journey um, of getting and meeting our destination or where we want to be in life. Uh, because it's it, it's not meant for us to just take it all on on ourselves. Like we really have to invite God in that journey with us. And so that is what I really have been challenging myself to practice more gratitude and my healing journey. I realized that I can really be negative <laughs> and Nate and just like always point out the negative and complain about this healing journey and how hard it is and how unfair it is and how traumatizing it is and how just overwhelming it can be. And I'm learning to change my heart posture to God. Like, thank you for allowing me to become humble. Thank you for allowing me to become self-aware. Thank you for allowing me to uh, practice um, a self-compassion. And thank you for just allowing me to practice being present in the day-to-day and not always consuming and worrying about what tomorrow or what the next month or what the next thing in my life is going to be and just resting in for today. So like, I just like, I'm learning to like be a little bit more uh, intentional on how I practice gratitude in this healing and praising him and myself for the progression that I've made um, and not feeling like, oh, because I messed up, it's all over. I have to start all again. And, you know, it's going to be forever to get to where I need to be. No. So that's my encouragement. I truly pray that this has blessed you or that if it will bless someone else, that you would do them just the honor of just supporting and sending it to someone 
um, so that you can, you know, share these gems with someone else because I do believe that this is freeing for someone um, just other than myself. So let me know what your thoughts on this podcast episode when it comes to per- progression over perfection, okay? We um, are not here to be perfect. We're here to pro- uh, progress and to move forward, um, believing that, you know, God is going, he sees us trying. He, see, he sees us, right? He sees us trying. He sees our hearts. And uh, we just have to be mindful of, you know, allowing ourselves to get to where we need to be, but being patient with ourselves. So I pray that this episode has blessed you. Again, share it with someone. And we will be back with another episode of Let's Not Bye.